Howdy friends and welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn, and before we jump into the episode, I wanted to address a couple of things. So, first of all, sorry for this episode coming out a day late. We had a couple of technical issues recording this podcast, as well as a lot more issues than we've ever had editing this podcast. And by we, I mean me. The files just kept getting corrupted, and yeah, I just wanted to apologize for it coming out on Tuesday instead of Monday. It's only 24 hours difference, but we here at Rope Droppers are committed to giving you the best quality every single week. So even though this one's coming out on Tuesday, we're still releasing next Monday at 8 a.m. So, yeah. Oh, and one more thing. It was my birthday this past week, actually this past Friday, so I was out of town the entire week. So Landon and Colby so graciously hosted the episode with segments like Refresh, Refurbish, Retheme of Hollywood Studios, the remainder of the park. So they went through what they want to be the Galaxy's Edge expansion, wiping out Muppet Vision. Bit of a spoiler, I guess. And they went through the park, through Toy Story Land, and they also drafted the best Disney snacks on property. And uh, spoiler alert, they covered all my favorite snacks. Landon made a pretty controversial draft that Colby shut him down on. But you're going to have to stick around to see that. And then they wrap things up with the Disney Trivia Showdown. So I'll catch you guys in the outro of this episode. But for now, I'm going to let Colby and Landon take it away. So let's go ahead and throw it on over to Colby in three, two, one. Have fun. All right. So now we are going to hop into Respect, Refurb, and Retheme. And I am so excited to get into this. Landon, how are you doing? I'm doing well today. I'm excited for this, Colby. It's going to be a good day. Yep, we're going to miss Glenn today. Unfortunately, he's not able to be here, but we are going to make do, and he will be back with us next episode. So the three amigos, oh, the three caballeros, excuse me, will be all together once again. If we were the three caballeros, who would each be? Who would we be if you had to pick? I'm just going to have to take Donald. I'm sorry. Okay, you'll take Donald. I'll take Panchito, and then Glenn could be Jose. All right, so we're going to continue our journey through Hollywood Studios where we left off last and we're going to start with dave portnoy's favorite star wars ride star tours landon what do you think about star tours i'm team portnoy on this one so (laughs) a lot of people are going to disagree and say it's terrible but i really do ride i think they've improved it with the new like i guess just the randomness that you can get on the screen i think that's really cool so i'm respecting this one but let me hear what you have to say colby i bet you have a different thought so i don't dislike star tours in general and this is the adventure continues if you've if you haven't noticed disney puts adventure in every single ride name now yeah you have star tours the adventure continues then you I have remy's ratatouille adventure and then you have tiana's bayou adventure it's just why do we put adventure in everything but anyway yeah. i don't hate this ride but when you compare it to everything else that star wars star wars land galaxy's edge has to offer it does pale in comparison it does have a great line. I think the queue is awesome. This is an underrated queue, I think, if you're oh, a Star yeah. Wars fan. The details um, where the droids are in the second room is so yeah. cool. And I like Star Wars, so I like that all the stuff in there. Yeah, I like Star Wars as well. I do that it's the older movies, and then you go into Galaxy's Edge, and obviously it's the newer trilogy that, you know, yeah. it's not as popular, to, to say the least. This should stay, actually, so I am going to respect it. Yes. I actually do think it should stay. But it's just because of what I would do with the rest of the area. Yeah. But I will keep it. One thing I don't like about it that is a big problem in Disney right now is if there's no continuity with Star Wars. Like you have the launch bay, and then you have this, and then you have yeah. Galaxy's Edge. So it's in three different locations. So 
I don't really like that, but hopefully in the future that changes. So we're gonna mosey on over to the first, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along. What do you think about this? Hey, we've got a good memory here. Oh, we do. Yeah. Me and Colby, when we went on a trip together at Disney this previous summer, we were walking around Hollywood and there's a cast member playing checkers and, or he was setting it up. So I walk over and we're just talking to him and he's like, you want to play? This guy was a probably, beast at checkers. Yeah, probably for about the first five minutes of us being there. This cast member is just bragging about how good he is at checkers. <laughs> nobody can beat him. He was like 26. Like he was my age. Yeah, so about halfway through, he's like, oh yeah, I meant to tell y'all, you get a fast pass for, or a lightning lane for doing this. And, we're like, oh, and we were both like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. Yeah, and then he was like, oh wait but it's for the frozen sing-along and we were like what yeah you're it's like you of all the places we could go to tower of terror we could go to yeah. rock and roller coaster mickey and minnie's is really close to where we are and then he's oh frozen sing-along i actually just remember this he described it differently he described it as a vip experience <laughs> And we went in and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. He did. Like, to have these like elite seats, like a meet and greet potentially. And we walk in there we're just the first people in there. And then we're off to the left. We're not even yeah. in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> that is right. He did use the, he did use the language of VIP experience. And we were treated like VIPs. But yeah, for the respect refurbery theme, I'm going to take respect. Frozen, Elsa's becoming a lot more popular in the parks just as if Frozen is. There's a new movie coming. So I think this is very good for the parks. I think the kids love it. Very family friendly. And hey, it was fun when we went. I don't care if it's weird. I had fun too. I actually really like this show because I think the narrators are really funny. Yeah. They're great actors. I do like it. And I like that this stage is being used. So what was here before was, of course, the American Idol experience. And I really miss that. I did too. Because I did used to try out for that every single time i actually got through and performed on stage twice but unfortunately i never got to the live show i always lost the show at night because they would have seven throughout the day so i got to one of those shows and i got to perform on stage but i never got to the last show i didn't get enough votes but man it was a super fun experience so i do miss that and now that american idol i feel like it's more relevant because it's with ABC and obviously Disney owns ABC. I wouldn't mind seeing that come back actually. So that's my hot take. I actually like that experience a lot more than this. I, I That's probably a hot take. All right. Yeah. We are moving, gonna move on to the Backlot Express, which is a, it's okay place to eat. I'm not gonna choose to eat here over other places, but you know what you're gonna get going to this place. It's pretty, I think just middle ground food, I guess. It's not going to knock your socks off, but it's not going to be like, man, that place is terrible. The location, I think I'd probably retheme this to something else. Let's move past the Backlot Tour. Let's retheme it to something cool. Yeah, Backlot Tour is obviously, that's something that was originally open with the park in 1989. It's been gone for several years now. I want to say it's been gone since 2016, around that time. Yeah. So this is kind of the only remnants of the back lot where originally the Hollywood studios, it was meant to be like a working studio, yeah. but it's obviously not that anymore, which I think is good because ultimately it is a theme park, Yeah, but it does have that old Hollywood feel, but I'd like to see this go. This is the first area that I would like to see turn into a star Wars area. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if this became something with the older movies from here on putting, we'll have to put them up at somewhere else, but we'll get to that when we, get to it as far as the food goes here it's basic like 
chicken nuggets, right? And like burgers, yeah. like Americana yeah, food. There's nothing special here. All right, next, we're going to go to another place called the ABC Commissary. What do you think? Mm, my mouth's watering. Man, <laughs> the memories of this place, bro. I like this place a lot. They've done a good job updating the menu, renovating the whole place, and they have the refillable drink station. The literally the best part about this place. So I have to respect it just off that alone. And they have their own separate bathrooms. Man, this is this is a top fifteen quick service right here. Top fifteen, okay. I don't hate that opinion. I really don't. I just remember we drafted and I put this one in mind. Now I actually really like this place. And this place had a major comeback for me. Growing up, my family would I would come here a lot. And I do the theming of this place because it's like a commissary and every, the vision, I guess, behind it is it's cool to me that you're in a working studio and you're working on your television show, whatever it is on ABC. And then you come in here and you eat and then you go back to it. I think that vision is cool. So yeah. I love the idea and the identity of the restaurant, but the food just used to not be very good at all, but they updated their menu, I think a few years ago and trash. yes, but they updated it a few years ago and they have done a really great job with the menu. They have several things there that are really good. I love the, they actually have a really good burger now. And then they also have the grilled cheese, but it is Buffalo, Buffalo grilled yeah. cheese. And it is delicious. The quality, um, the quality of the food there is really good for a quick service. I agree. I just think, it, I just think they stepped up their yeah. game, whatever they did. Yeah. So this is probably one, if I had to eat somewhere in Hollywood studios, which I usually try not to, this is probably where I would eat. So I respect it. All right, then we're going to move on right next door to a place that I actually got scared of when I was younger, the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. <laughs> I'm going to refer this. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to refurb it. It took me a while to get that one out, but here we go. I think this comes straight from my dad's mouth. He liked this restaurant. He liked the theming in there. He liked the food. The one thing he didn't was it was too dark in there. He was like, I couldn't it see is my food. really dark in there. You're right. Yeah. So he said, I couldn't see my food. So the only refurb I would have would be let's bring some, a little more lighting in there. Just a little more Not lighting. Yeah. That's it. It's pretty. So simple. the food was all great. I haven't been in like eight years. <laughs> I, I on the food. Man, I probably haven't been, man, since I was like 10. It's been a really long time. But I remember liking it. I think that I, the identity of the restaurant is really cool that you're in a diner, but you're watching a, a drive-in movie. So I'd love to go back here to experience it again. But I'm going to respect it just because I do think it's unique. And I yeah. can respect Disney having a, a unique, the uniquely themed restaurant. On to something I actually really like. And it's it's tough to figure out, but the Muppet Vision 3D. What's your thoughts on old Kermit? This one is tough for me to figure out. I was never a Muppets kid. I think I've said that before. I do love Pizza Rizzo. And that's <laughs> He's not a Muppets guy, but he loves Pizza Rizzo. As far as Muppet Vision goes, there's a lot of hidden secrets I love in there. I just think it, they did a great job with it, but I'm not a Muppets guy. So I'd probably retheme it. The question would be retheme it to what? I'm not sure. Maybe one of the newer IPs that... We talked about in previous episode. Yeah, just Muppet Vision 3D as a whole for me. I'm not like super excited about it. Like it, I'm not like, oh, the Muppets are here. <laughs> they did a great job with it, so I'm not gonna dog it. So that was you had some pretty mixed feelings on this. <laughs> yeah, I do definitely. So I actually really like Muppets. 
in general. I think they're really funny. I love the Muppets Christmas Carol. I love the Muppets movie that Jason Siegel was in. I think they're really great. I grew up watching them. And I don't know, I've always just appreciated their property itself. Also, this Muppet Vision 3D was the last thing that Jim Henson ever worked on. And I think that does hold a value to Disney or maybe even the Henson family. But I think it's really hard, but I don't want to see Muppets not have a presence in Hollywood studios. I do want them to have a presence, but I do think it's time to get rid of Muppet Vision 3D and have it let it have a great send-off. But I do yeah. want Muppets to come into another area of the park. Now, the only thing is wherever you put I don't I wouldn't want to see the same thing. What I would like for them to do is put Muppet Vision 3D, like the actual show, put it on Disney Plus. So it's forever on Disney Plus, like their catalog. And I think yeah. that that would be a great way to honor Jim Henson's work and just the Muppets in general. Also, Disney has invested a lot of time and energy and money into the Muppets. Like they're they have their own ABC show. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. for them and i'm reading i read the other day they're making another movie or they're in talks of it so they're putting money into it and so i do think that it's here to stay but i just do think that this is in for this to go because earlier i alluded to it earlier but star tours there's just like weird gap there's star tours and then there's muppets and mama melrose and what's the restaurant you like pizza rizzo so then you have yeah. these all those and then you walk into galaxy's edge and it's just weird there's no continuity i don't want them to take away star tours just because it represents the old versions of the movies so what i want to see i would like to see them take away muppet vision 3d and i'll just do pizza rizzo as well and mama moro's in one big swoop just because it gets my point across i actually really like mama moro's i love italian food italian is my favorite food of all time it's not even close. Um, a pizza Rizzo, I can take it or leave it. I think it's really average pizza, and the theming in there is just honestly not impressive at all. It's not. Yeah, it's just, it's not, I don't know. The whole arcade is just not, it really does feel like you're in a downgraded version of Chuck E. Cheese. I'll say it. They don't have that. I'll say it. They don't have the arcade? No. Whenever I was in there for Pizza Planet, I was just not impressed with any of that stuff. See, that? that's what I loved, Colby. The Pizza Planet, man. <laughs> That was my childhood. <laughs> oh, we got off on a rabbit trail. But to get us back on track, some Muppet Vision 3D, Pizza Rizzo, and Mama Melrose. I hate. I would hate to see Mama Melrose go, but at the same time, I want to see a full, expansive Star Wars land come through here and extant, expand Galaxy's Edge. And yeah, yeah, I do. And focus on the old movies. Yeah. Keep Batu. What if you made it Tatooine or Endor? Wouldn't that yeah. be really cool? Like the whole place. Awesome. Yeah, and you put an e-ticket out there. Put a roller coaster. Put there's so many different things you could do. And there is so much space right there. They could easily do it. Yeah, there's a lot of space. And then yeah. the Imagineers could just go wild over there. Yeah. And all we're really sacrificing is Muppet Vision 3D and two restaurants. One of them being not very good at all. Yeah. And I guess we can rank these all three together, or just talk about all these three of these together like you're doing and i would totally agree with you like that would be awesome just having tattooing go out there but that takes me back a couple topics backlot express if you're gonna do that you gotta stop so why not make it some indiana jones theme thing for the backlot yeah yeah that would make sense it kind of fits by indiana jones which i'm cool with yeah we talked about last episode i still want to see indiana jones change but 
So let's move on, and we're walking into Galaxy's Edge. Let's start off with the premiere, the e-ticket attraction of the land, Rise of the Resistance. This is a top three ride for me. Some people might disagree, but the wait time's always crazy, so I think that reflects it. But just the overall experience is unlike any other. I think Disney just... They did such a great job with this ride. Everything, I don't have anything critique about this ride. The first time that I did it actually was in Disneyland. And I didn't watch any videos. I didn't look at any spoilers. And I just rode that ride over there. And it was insane. I just remember that drop point where like you like feel yourself falling. Dude, my arms like flew up in the air. So whenever I came to Disney World and rode it, same experience. Like it was just so good. So respect. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I have nothing but respect for this ride. If I had to rate it, I think it would be top five for me, just off the top of my head. You're talking about an immersive experience, but the ride itself is just, it's so great. I remember in December 2019, I rode it with my family and we were all just wild and I'm still wild, but there's just so many things that you can pick out of the ride. The trackless ride system, I remember that was the first ride I ever rode that had a trackless ride system and that's when I fell in love with that. That is just, that's how I prefer every dark ride to be now. Every time there's not one, I'm just like, oh, there, there could be a trackless ride system, which would make it a lot better because it just does. It it makes it so much better. But yeah, I definitely respect Rise of Resist the Resistance. And every time I go into that room where it has all the stormtroopers, that is just the coolest room. There's not many queue lines where everyone wants to stop and take a picture. And that's what happens with this one. No matter if you've ridden it one time or a hundred times, everyone at least stops for a second. Going off on a small tangent, I actually expected Cosmic Rewind and Epcot to be similar to that. And their queue is cool, but it's just not on yeah. that level of Riser of the Resistance, in my opinion. All right, moving on to another attraction in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It has mixed opinions, I think, across Disney fans, but Millennium Falcon, Starkin's Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, excuse me. I respect this ride. I don't know what slander people have, but they can come DM me if they have any issues with it. But I'm going to stand up for this ride. I think this is better than Star Tours on another level. And I think it creates another immersive experience for you by letting you whether push the buttons or even fly the ship. When we went, I think we had the little kids driving us and they were just crashing to everything. We felt it. <laughs> yeah, they did. Like, you don't get that on Star Tours or even, like, Mission Space. You could compare it to. It's kind of like a mix of those two, but better. So, yeah, I'm respecting this ride. I love it. And the picture that you can take in front, just elite. Yeah, not much else to say about it. Yeah, man. So, obviously, the Millennium Falcon outside, that's second to none. That's yeah. unbelievable. That's what makes you the land. Yeah, that you have that life-size version that you get to just see it, touch it. They couldn't have done... A better job on that but yeah. and here's this is the but this is this ride is really similar to star tours it is in my opinion i think it's too similar i think it's too similar they use a lot of space for this i would never want to see the actual millennium falcon go i would i want that to stay no matter what but i do think that this ride could this land could use a roller coaster that's just my opinion because you have the big, you would have the big three then, because you have Star Tours, which is a simulator. Then you have Rise of the Resistance, which is a trackless ride system mixed with, it's got that drop. It's just like a really immersive ride. But then to really 
tie this with a really pretty bow, put a bow on it, have a really awesome roller coaster that a D ticket or an E ticket. It doesn't have to be majorly thrilling, but I just think it'd be a really cool experience to have a roller coaster here. So that's yeah. what I would like to see. Just because I think that Million Falcon is just, it's close to Star Wars Tours. It's too close. But I do think this ride falls flat. And I hate saying that, but I just do. I think it's really similar to Star Tours. Yeah. All right, moving on to Ogus Cantina. Have you ever been here? Never been. Definitely gotta check it out. I have been here. It is an awesome experience. You don't have to get a drink or anything. Definitely just go in there and check it out because it really does feel like you are in a speakeasy bar, whatever you want to call it, Star Wars, you know, the most Eisley. It's really cool. Definitely check it out. The I've theming in there is amazing. And, yeah, the theming just looks immaculate. It's definitely something I just want to walk in there and just soak up the atmosphere and look around just because of how cool it is. It's hard to get in, and it was a lot harder at first, but it might be easier now. But if you have the opportunity to go, definitely go check it out. You have only you only have forty five minutes there, so you're not you're not giving too much of your vacation away. But it's a great place to relax and enjoy. You can talk in there. There's a lot of places to sit. I'm going to ask you a pretty serious question here. Oh gosh, I'm preparing myself. Do you prefer green milk or blue milk? Blue milk. Same. I like blue milk a little better. What do you think about the milk in, in a, as a whole? It's expensive milk. That's my thought <laughs> on it. I don't want milk at a theme park. No, yeah. It's a, cool, it's a cool vibe. Like It's not really milk, though. Yeah. It's, what is it? It's, it's creamy. You know, if you had I to... Yeah, I just don't want that type of texture. It's not, no, I can understand that. I want a that. Coke in my Mickey Resort mug, not yeah. some milk. But I can understand that. But hey, respect because it's I give them both. I saw I give blue milk probably a six out of 10 and I probably give green milk like a four. I don't really like the taste of the green milk, but I do think I think I do think it's a really cool part of the land that I do respect just because it's another way. So we're going to skip some of the restaurants in here because we've never eaten there like Docking Bay 7 and a few other things. But we're going to go over to probably one of my favorite lands in all of Disney because I was born in 1996 and of course Toy Story was a big part of the culture at that time for kids and so I was addicted to Toy Story it was my favorite movie growing up so let's walk into Toy Story Land and to our left we have Alien Swirling Saucers I love this ride I know it's just a, another spinner ride but it's not it is very fun i like how it whips you around the music is a good vibe and honestly like if you're just in it by yourself and you just let the ride take you you're gonna move back and forth and it's gonna feel like a little thrill so respect i definitely respect this ride and it really is because of the music the music is perfect i think it just fits the theming and it's fun not everything has to be thrilling i'm i have to check myself on that because i want everything to be thrilling i want everything to go upside down but Obviously, not everyone likes that. Alien Swirling Saucers, I think, is a big hit. So, Slinky Dog Dash. I love all the hidden secrets on this ride throughout yes. the land in general, but this one just has a lot. But yeah, I love this ride. The That big drop, is it's really fun. I just, the whole ride's electric. I love Slinky Dog. Yeah, I give this ride literally like a 9 out of 10. It's not as thrilling as I'd like for it to be, but 
this is a ride for everyone. And so I have to respect that. If I had it my way, I'd make it go upside down. But I know that <laughs> I know that's not possible. But this is a great ride for just the whole family. Also, you're right. The theming in this ride is perfect. There is a lot of I know that on the wall they have like several ninety five, and of course that's when Toy Story was yeah. came out. There's just so many Easter eggs along. I'm so glad that this came to fruition because when I saw this concept art, I was just so overjoyed that they were doing this. I still want them to do the RC racer. Did you ever see that concept art? I did not, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, I still want them to do that, and I think they might do it in the future, but I don't know, spacing-wise. Toy Story Land feels tight. Moving on to Toy Story Mania. Yeah, I love Toy Story Mania. Respect this one. It's a really fun ride. Colby, do you like it more than Buzz Lightyear and Magic Kingdom? Yes, I do like it more than Buzz Lightyear and Magic Kingdom. It is an upgraded, better version. Yeah. It's definitely one of those rides that when people ask me, what's your favorite attraction? My mind always goes to Toy Story Mania because I love to compete. I absolutely love trying to get my high score. I love competing with the person I'm next to, whoever I'm traveling with. But my high score is 297,000. I have never hit 300,000, which is a thorn on my side, but hopefully next time I will. But I really respect this ride. Absolutely. The queue's really good on this one. They did a great job oh, yeah. with it. It's not hot in there. That's a plus. Yeah, it's um, perfect. It's actually air-conditioned really well. Yeah, so it's just a great ride to get away f- for maybe an hour on. So we both respect that one. Oh, yeah. Huge respect. All right, moving on to, I think, an underrated place to eat. Woody's Lunchbox. It's kids' food, but it's good. I'll respect it. As far as, let's say... The place isn't like even a plan yet, and this is the only thing they have there. I would probably tear this apart just because, like, I have higher standards than this for Disney food. But as a quick service of this land, I think it's perfect for it. The only thing that I would refurb is the seating area. Just figure out how to make that more spacious. And honestly, just keep out people that aren't eating. That's one of my the things that annoys me is whenever, like, I have a tray of food there, and I'm like, I just want to sit down and eat my food and relax for a second. And there's just, like, people sitting and not eating and not even waiting on their food. That's just my pet peeve. So, overall, I like it, but I would probably refer that aspect of it. I like Woody's Lunchbox. I don't think it's top tier or anything, but I do like it. And I, th- I think that it'll definitely be overshadowed by the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue yeah. that's coming up. Yeah, it's literally going to be, you could throw a baseball from Woody's Lunchbox to that. So close. But the only thing that would change about this, I would really try to find a way to make it indoors. Just so you can beat the heat for a second. I don't know how possible that is. I looked at the map earlier today and it's doable, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if Woody's Lunchbox either changed, got torn down and into something completely different or if they were to change the menu completely and make it not barbecue. I don't know. It's just having them both there. It's odd to me, but I think it'll ultimately stay. Now I will say one of my favorite drinks is here, the mystic portal punch. So it's, it is so good. (laughs) Everybody try the mystic portal punch. When you go to toy story land next, it is incredible. All right. So we are now going to walk out of, Toy Story Land, and there's that weird Incredibles land, I guess you could call it, Incredibles Courtyard. We won't touch on that too much. Definitely 
that's super y'all, weird. Y'all know our thoughts on that. It's the same as yours. They yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I just don't really get the point of it. There's nothing to do over there right now. It's only for people to walk all the way down there and waste about five minutes of their day. Now they do have a great snack in there that I will leave because we spoiler alert we are doing the Disney snacks draft here in a, just a few minutes here, but all right before we get into that. We're going to hop on over to the animation courtyard. So the animation courtyard, just to give you a refresher, that includes the Little Mermaid show, Disney Junior Live on stage, and Star Wars Launch Bay. This is like very kid friendly. I think Disney can do way better with this, with this area. There's a ton of empty space over there, way too much. And I'm sure there's a bunch of kids out there that love it. But I think Disney could do something better than that and still make it very kid and family friendly. But they just need to change it to something, update it somehow, just because there's too much going on over there and it just needs a central theme. But I'm not going to say it all because, Colby, you're about to say some stuff also. Talking about Animation Courtyard, man, there's I have a lot of thoughts on this. First of all, the Little Mermaid show is horribly outdated. Horribly. Hey, should, I, should I start a timer for this one? I'll t- for the Little Mermaid show, we can do 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay, okay. I got you on the clock. This show, guys, this horribly outdated. There's like green lasers. Come, have you been to it in a while? No. We're talking like this is like 1990s, and the puppets. I I'm not. I don't hate puppets, but it's just this whole show. The seats are uncomfortable. There's, you know, it's just there's fog, and I just think the show is not 2023, and they could be doing a lot better. So if you're past thirty. If but they update this show, this is, yeah, this is not as ranty as I really feel yeah, because yeah. I, I think the Little Mermaid is such an important property for Disney. Yeah, and I do want her to have a presence in the parks. And I think it's cool she has her own show, but this show needs to get updated a little bit. Yeah. If not, I want to see it go. So what would you put there? Yeah. If you had to change the IP. If I had to change the IP, and would it have to be a show? Sure, yeah. But it have to be a show. I'd probably stick with a princess. Yeah. So Mulan, maybe? I don't know. Something with good music. Yeah. Mulan feels right. It feels right. Mulan doesn't really have like much representation in the parks. What, dude, what if you put a Mulan dark ride in there? That'd be cool. Oh, dark rides, here we go. I know. Like, why not? Uh, Trackless hey, ride you. system. Another attraction. I'm with it. Yeah. Mulan doesn't get really much love. It feels right. Uh, great music. Yeah. Great movie. In the Disney Renaissance period, of course. So yeah, yeah. I think that Let's get down that'd be this. cool. Yeah. This kind of segues. I want to pitch this to the audience real quick. Let us know if you think this is a good idea. But we want to do like a rewatchable where we will rewatch a Disney movie. And then a por- portion of the podcast will like review it. A movie maybe I haven't seen in a long time. So let me know if you think that's a good idea. We're talking about doing Brave or Onward, trying to figure out some different movies that we're going to review, watch them again. But yeah, so then moving on to the Star Wars launch bay, gosh, man, I really dislike this. Really dislike this. I think it's super lame. I really liked the drawing where you would animate. I would love to see that come back. I don't know why they took it away. Like, why did they do that? I don't know. Take the Star Wars out because it just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's the issue. If you're going to have Star Wars in three different areas, I just don't see why. And then you're going to be really surprised by this opinion of Disney Junior Live on stage. Man, you got to keep it. You have to keep it. 
You have to respect it. I was a kid one day. That's why I was saying that earlier. I think you updated. I haven't been in there in a while, but it just seems like something that needs to be touched up. Not everything Disney's made for us. Definitely keep yeah. it, but update it and keep it running. It also gives puppeteers a way to do something in Disney, which is cool. So then we're going to go to one of Disney's newest attractions. It actually got a new version in Disneyland, but Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. What do you think? Who's going to critique this ride? You have to respect it. It's elite. I like it. Should I critique it in any way? I don't want to, but I'm going to say that Disneyland's looks better. And I haven't ridden it. <laughs> That's what I keep better. hearing. That's yeah. what I keep hearing. The Disneyland's look better, but I, I obviously I've never yeah. gotten a chance to get over there and ride it because it's so new. Yeah, I do want to go back to Disneyland. I really do. I haven't been since 2018. It was a great, it was a great trip. We should oh, go. Yeah. Well, I would have to pay, but yeah, Mickey and Minnie's. So I, this is one of my top 10 favorite rides, trackless ride system, of course. But I just like that Mickey and like the Fab Five like has their have their own ride because they're timeless. Like that, it's just I think it's really cool that there's a place that you're always going to have them. And I like that it's in the Grommans Theater. I like that it's in that. The central of the park. A great movie ride. It was an awesome ride. And it sucks that it's left. But this was a really worthy ride to come back. To, or to replace it. And also, there I do have special memories here. Because during my DCP it opened. We got to do a preview of it. So I have a little ticket saying that. And so it's pretty cool. That's really um, cool. So I'm, yeah, I'll always be a big fan. Alright, that concludes the respect refurb and retheme for this week we completed hollywood studios it was a good time thanks for sharing your thoughts colby it's always fun doing that but moving on our favorite part or at least mine the draft so this week we're going to draft disney snacks and colby clarified this counts disney springs also i don't know if i'm going to draft any from there maybe but you'll have to wait and see so without further ado colby you can pick first okay so this i'm a foodie so this is an exciting draft in general for me, yeah. but without a doubt, the number one pick, and I, I can't leave this spot without taking this, but the cream cheese pretzel, an absolutely unbelievable snack. I literally could eat 10 of these in a row. They are unbelievable. You can get these in Tomorrowland at the launching bay. You can also get a nice Coke float with it. It's a really nice snack. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely go check this out sometime. It is worth the price. Time to put a line through that one on my list. All right. I respect hey, it. With my, with my pick, I'm going to go one that's also elite in the parks. Dole Whip. I'm taking Dole Whip. All right. Are you, you're, so you're a big Dole Whip guy? Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. I like soft serve and I like pineapples. I can't, for my second pick, I can't go, I can't leave this draft without a Mickey premium bar. So just a Mickey head ice cream bar. I know that there is, between my family, there is some arguments on which is better, the Mickey premium bar sandwich. or the Mickey ice cream sandwich. And I am a premium bar guy. I just so am. I always will be. On that side. Cassidy and my mom and my Caleb. So my brother, my sister, my mom all like that. But me and my dad, or excuse me, my dad and I like the Mickey premium bar better. So there's always this argument. Yeah, I think it's better. I like the chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm on the sandwich grind also. All right. With my pick, I'm going to head on over to Sleepy Hollow, and I'm going to take a Nutella waffle. Ooh. I I think this one flies under the radar, but I wanted to take it. Y'all got to try it if you haven't had it yet. 
Okay. Yeah, this is really good. That's why I make those lists before. Have you, when's the last time you had this? You would say. Within the past couple of trips. Nice. I know that this probably wouldn't get drafted in anybody else's draft, but remember, my drafts are authentic to myself. I'm going to take the Mystic Portal Punch good. from Woody's Lunchbox that we t talked about earlier. I just think it's so good. It's a combination of like blue Gatorade and Sprite. There's a, a few other things in it I can't remember, but it's so good. Yeah. Uh, definitely on a hot day. It's, it's 3 p.m. and it's really hot in Toy Story Land. Go get yourself a Mystic Portal Punch from Woody's Lunchbox. My next pick. This may be controversial, strictly on if it's a snack, but I think okay. it's a considered one. Corn dog nuggets from Casey's Corner. Whoa. Dude. No. <laughs> Time out. Listen. How is this a snack? Okay. We get this and share it as a family all the time. If I were to just eat these, it wouldn't fill me up. But it's, I mean, it's like an entree at, for Maybe a quick service. I Tron before it opened. <laughs> All right, all right, I'll pick something else. I'll pick something else. Just leave it. Leave a comment. People that have got yeah. this far, leave a comment. And tell is tell us. Let us know. Is Landon right about this? Is it okay to draft corn dog nuggets as a snack? Just let us know. I personally but say no. And I'm on the other side, but I think I'm split also because I would eat this for dinner. <laughs> there you go. You're answering your mind. You're answering your own question. For real pick, I'll head over to Gaston's Tavern and take the cinnamon roll. I'm a big cinnamon roll guy, so this just right up my alley. Okay, for my last pick, I'm in between three, and it's really hard for me to choose one. Just name so, all three of them, so I have something else to pick. All right, I'll give you, I'll give I'll name all three. So I really like the spring rolls in the Magic Kingdom by Adventureland. They have the cheeseburger spring rolls or the pizza spring rolls. Those are really good. So I was thinking about taking those. Then I was also thinking about taking beignets because the beignets yeah, yes. are really good. I haven't had those in ages. And that's really? something I, I want to do next time I go is go get some. Dude, they're great. So I was like, I can't draft these. But hey, you've had them. So and then this is a weird one, but one of my favorite snacks in all of Disney World is the carrot cake cookie from the Charlie Car Cafe. It's obviously it's a Starbucks, but it's in Hollywood Studios. But I can't it's really hard for me to choose between the carrot cake cookie and the spring rolls. I know what I'd pick if I were you. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to take the spring rolls. There you uh, go. Yeah, just cuz they're the most consistent. Although they're very overpriced, they're really good. All right, with my final pick. I'm going to go with a classic. I'm taking popcorn. Popcorn. Yeah, Very nice. It's not going to fail you. And you can have a refillable bucket. I know who my mom is going to vote for. <laughs> it's not going to be me. Does she like popcorn? She's a, dude, she's a huge popcorn girl. She loves okay. the Disney popcorn, yeah. Shout out Miss Tammy, hello. <laughs> Disney Tammy, that's her. Yeah. All right, so let's review our list. I had the cream cheese pretzel, the Mickey premium bar, the Mystic Portal Punch, and the cheeseburger spring rolls or pizza spring rolls. And I had Dole Whip, Nutella waffle, cinnamon roll, and popcorn. Very nice. So we'll have that story up, and you can vote for who's the best. I wonder who Glenn's going to vote for. I don't know. I actually, so, I know 
He's a big cream cheese pretzel fan. I was going to say, and the only thing that I think would have swayed him is if we allowed corn dog nuggets to be. <laughs> That's right. He does like those. All so right. I looked up in an article, Top Disney Snacks, just now, and corn dog nuggets came up. But I want to hear what the audience has to say. Yeah, I want to hear what the audience has to say too. I, I, because I, I still feel like no. If you it's can't this believe close, everything. I'm not going to draft it. But yeah, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. Someone told me that one yeah. time. Okay. All right, let's move into the last section of the show. This has been a fun show. Yeah. Good show. Definitely miss Glenn though. He will be back next week though. Going into the Disney trivia showdown. All right. Do you have a trivia question for me? Can you stump me? We don't want you to go first today. Okay, I can go first. So what is Donald Duck's middle name? Dude, I feel like I should know this. And I feel like I heard this all the time as a child. <laughs> I don't know. All right, his, it's Fauntleroy. Really weird. Fauntleroy. But okay, I, what were you going to guess? I don't know. I was thinking, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to guess it, so might as well just hear what the answer is. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> All right, what's your question for me? Which Disney movie was based on a Shakespeare play? I think The Lion King, Hamlet, yes. right? There you go. Okay, there we go. I didn't stump Colby once again. I remember I learned about that in like ninth grade because we were doing Hamlet. Or yeah, no, I was yeah. probably a little. I was probably a little older than that. All right, well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Rope Droppers podcast. This was really fun. Please let us know if what you're enjoying about the episodes and what you would like to hear us touch on we'll have another show next week we'll have we'll come back with hopper drop and then we will also be going into epcot and doing our rewatchables as well of a disney movie and talking about it really excited for the future of the podcast we're really thankful for all the support that we've gotten and until then i'm colby i'm landon and this has been the rope droppers podcast and now you're back to Glenn. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Rope Droppers podcast. Let us know what you think out of Landon's attempt of a controversial pick of corn dog nuggets. In my opinion, they are also a meal. But we'll put a little question box along with this week's draft. If you guys enjoy, rate us five stars on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at the Rope Droppers podcast. And also you can follow me at my own new personal Disney Instagram. New and huge quotation marks. It's really my second time launching my original Instagram at Glenn. So there you'll be able to see drawings that will eventually make into merch as well as concept art and different things I draw for this episode as well as some exclusive content. If you like our content enough and like me enough, you can check us out there. Um, yeah, so apologies again for not being on this episode. This week it was my birthday, so I was out of town. Just want to reiterate that, that it was my birthday. That's so awkward. I'm probably cutting that out. But thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Glenn, and I was not joined by my co-host Landon and Colby this week. But this has been the Rope Droppers Podcast, so we'll see you real soon. Mm-hmm.